Welcome to the Enlightenment Moment. In this podcast, we will discuss all matters and channels of personal development. Our goal in life is to increase our level of awareness and continuously raise our consciousness to obtain self-mastery. Welcome back to another episode of the Enlightenment Moment podcast. I just want to say I appreciate you guys and I thank you guys who support the podcast, who listen to the podcast and give me some feedback. Uh, I want to say thank you. I really do appreciate you guys. It means a lot to me and it actually helps me know what you guys want to hear about. It helps me know what you guys don't like, what you guys do like, the type of encouragement that you need. So overall, thank you so much for the people who have stuck with me through this journey so far. Again, I believe I started this podcast in June of 2021. Uh, So I have been going strong, trying to keep up good content, trying to keep you guys motivated. Um, And I just want to touch on some of the things that I have already produced and that is out there and available for uh, my listeners or for people that you just may want to give them. This is the giving season. We are almost a week away from Christmas, and if you guys want to give these things to anybody, it would be amazing. First and foremost, I have uh, an ebook that I did called Claiming Your Calm. It is a meditation journal. Uh, in that journal, it talks about meditating. It talks about journaling, uh, the different types of ways of journaling, different types of ways of meditating. Uh, and just getting yourself on a regiment that can help you get your ideas out, help you get out of that uh, mental funk that you may be stuck in, help you move forward past anything, any obstacle that you may be in, <clears throat> able to get out of it on your own, uh, or at least give you uh, more clarity in your thought process. And that's what, for me, meditation and journaling does. Um, so if you do not meditate, if you do not journal, Those are some things that you may want to try to incorporate into your daily regimen. Another thing that I have done that is out now is my 21-day tuning in and tapping out program. My 21-day tuning in and tapping out program is a meditation program where you meditate and also you tap acupressure points. Uh, and a sequence, and it helps you relieve stress and anxiety. Uh, This course is to help you relieve stress and anxiety in your life, and also to start, again, to start a meditation regimen. Again, this is the 21-day tuning in, tapping out program, and this course is available. Uh, I want you guys to know for the things that are available such as the ebook in this 21 day course, you will have to contact me through email. And my email is aaronnobles84 at gmail.com. That is A-A-R-O-N-N-O-B-L-E-S 84 at gmail.com. Just send me an email uh, asking about these two things. Um, if you just would like to send me an uh, email to talk, uh, you can also send me an email just to talk and, you know, bust it up and I could get to know you. You could get to know me. We could probably even do uh, a quick hour of free coaching 
on Zoom, which is something that I also offer. I offer actually two hours, but you know, we can break it up to an hour and an hour or four 30 minute times uh, that you are available for free gifted coaching. Um, I am offering that to any and everybody who contacts me and they're serious about uh, receiving some coaching, uh, trying to get unstuck, trying to um, work things out in their mental. Uh, so again, you have to contact me on my email. That is AaronNobles84 at gmail.com. Also, if you would like my Breathwork is the Best Work course, my Breathwork is the Best Work course is up on Udemy.com. That is U-D-E-M-Y.com, Udemy.com, uh, or Udemy, however people pronounce it. And it is Breathwork is the Best Work. This is a breathwork course where I lay down three foundational breathworks that help to relieve stress and anxiety in your life. And at the end of that course, again, I walk you through a visualization meditation to help you visualize releasing that stress and anxiety that you may be holding in your body. That course is up on udemy.com. And <clears throat> yeah, so those are the things that I have available. I have two hours of gifted gifting coaching that I'm offering. You have to hit me up on my email for that. I have uh, the course up on udemy.com. The breathwork is the best work course. I have the book, Claiming Your Calm, which is a meditation and journaling book. And I also have the 21 day tuning in and tapping out program. And all you have to do is contact me on my email and we could get those things set up and started. And again, I want to appreciate, I want to tell you guys that I appreciate you. You can also watch, I have motivational or just inspirational and informative uh, videos up on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is just Aaron Nobles. Uh, and you can catch me on IG. I have a lot of stuff on IG as well. And that is the enlightenment moment, the underscore enlightenment underscore moment. And just look me up on IG if you do not have me on Instagram and on Facebook, it is just Aaron T. Nobles and you can find me on Facebook as well. Uh, just let me know that you um, heard of me from the podcast or somebody told you, uh, you know, to look me up because normally I don't just add people on Facebook uh, when people uh, add me. But to get into the topic today, and I apologize for the long introduction, but the topic for today is the importance of mental health. The importance of mental health. And I, I feel like that I touch on this a lot and I talk about it a lot. Um, but mental health is very important. And I talk about it a lot from the aspect of uh, athlete, the way we train our body so much and we train uh, the physical aspect of things so much, but we tend to neglect the mental side of it. Um, and I find that the mental side of things is way more important than the physical side of things, especially for people in everyday life, people who aren't athletes, people who just work a regular nine to five, and there's nothing wrong with working a regular nine to five, people are, who are stay-at-home moms or work-from-home uh whatever, uh, we neglect 
or we shy away from dealing with mental issues and we try to overcome them by pouring ourselves into other things such as physical activities, such as social gatherings. And we try to push those things to the side and maybe if we don't focus on them, they will go away. And that's definitely not how it works at all. You cannot just ignore the mental side of things and hopefully it will go away. It will just plague you and it will be in your subconscious and it will start to dictate the way you move, the way you think, the way you react, the way you interact uh, throughout your life, throughout your social groups, throughout your family, throughout the house, throughout uh, your family interactions. All of these things are connected and a lot of people try to brush it off and just say, this is the way that I am and accept me the way that I am, accept that I'm a jealous person, accept that uh, I get angry very easily, accept that I'm very disrespectful with my mouth and I can't control the things that I say uh, when I get angry or sad or hurt. Um, a lot of people just sum that up into uh, I was raised this way or this is who I am, accept me. And no, nobody has to accept you. And, and you shouldn't accept you that way. You need to start to look inwards and be able to deal with the mental side of things and figure out exactly why you can't control your temper, figure out why you're going through depression, figure out why you're so stressed out, figure out why you have social anxieties. These are things that we should be doing on our own and looking inward and not expecting everybody outside of us to change and adapt to the way that we are because that's only hindering us even more. It's only hurting us even more if everybody's going to be your crutch and you never figure out how to walk on your own. You never figure out how to stand on your own two feet. You never figure out how to react in stressful situations. You never figure out how to react in sad situations. You never uh, understand why you do the things that you do. You just expect everybody else to coddle you. You expect everybody else to be your cushion. And that's not the way things work. And if they work that way now for you, I promise they will not work like that for the rest of your life. Uh, and if you have people around you who always protect you and coddle your feelings and, and make up for the negative things that you do in life, those are not necessarily the people that you want around you uh, full time. I'm not telling you to get rid of your friends. I'm not telling you to get rid of your family members or your partner. Uh, when you start to look inward and see uh, the work that you have to do within, uh, especially when it comes to your mental, your mentality, your mental health, uh, and you start to change those things in your life, you will notice the people around you were um, your crutch. And you can turn around and tell them that you want to hold them accountable for their actions as well. You want to hold them accountable for coddling you and ask them to stop and ask them to be more upfront with you. And if they don't know how to do that, uh, once you explore yourself enough and become more self-aware, you will be able to not necessarily teach, but tell other people how you've done it and how to go about it for themselves. I don't wanna say teach because 
teaching comes with a it's a different connotation with teaching it it makes you feel obligated to do something it makes people it makes you feel like that people are obligated to listen to you and nobody's obligated to do anything um, that you want them to or that you tell them to um, so you're not teaching them you you can just inform them and that's something that I do because the things that I talk about the things that I try to help people with i.e stress anxiety anger um, sadness depression these are things that I've been through in my life and I had to look inwardly and no matter how physically fit I was playing football and I had to no matter how physically fit I was when I ran track or did gymnastics or played basketball, none of that matters when on the inside, you can't control your mind. You can't control the way you think. You can't control your anger. You're, you, you have a, I made a post is like, um, I forgot exactly how it goes, but if you have the most immaculate physical body, if you work out 24 seven, and your mentality is trash, you just have a beautiful trash can. Uh, you, your outward appearance is amazing, but on the inside, you're falling apart. On the inside, you're crumbling. On the inside, you can't hold it together. You may have a short fuse. You may think negative of the people around you. You may think negative about yourself. And sometimes that's why people work so hard it's because they think so negatively about themselves. And even when they look in the mirror, it's like, I need to do better. I have to do better. And some people feel like that, that driving force is what makes them uh, amazing. It makes them the most motivated. And sometimes that can be the most damaging because uh, even though we can be our worst critics, um, if you get to the point where you can never please yourself, where you are never not saying that you have to reach a point of contentment where you just settle for anything. Um, but when you do your best, if you can't even celebrate those wins, if you can't celebrate where you are, because you're always putting yourself down, you have to get to the next step. That is a different type of mental abuse that we put on ourselves. And we do not need that. We should not want that for ourselves. Uh, it is good to be self-motivated to wake up and be like, yo, I want to be better than I was yesterday. That's one thing, but to get up and be like, yo, I, I haven't done enough. I'm worthless. I'm worthless if I can't do these extra hundred push-ups throughout the day because I couldn't do it yesterday. So that means that I'm weak. I'm, I'm fragile. I'm not amounting, amounting to anything. Uh, these are different types of ways that people talk to themselves and their mentality. And they don't even understand that it's self-sabotaging, it's self-defeating. Um, so <clears throat> I, I aim to help people with those things. That's one of the things that I do when I coach people, when I mentor people, I help them understand uh, where they're coming from, how they think, why they think the way that they do. And I'm not telling them these things, I help them become aware of these things for themselves. I let them work out the issues for themselves. And I let them tell me where they think they are, how they think they can progress. And if they allow, I can give them 
a tidbit of information on how I was able to overcome. And just because I was able to overcome in one certain situation or scenario does not necessarily mean that they will be able to overcome in the same way that I was. But just letting them know that somebody was in the position that they were in and was able to overcome lets them know that it is possible. So again, we're talking about the importance of mental health. And I would, I would say it's harder for men to admit the mental struggles that they go through, even though we may go through so many things. I don't want to say that we go through more. Uh, we have a lot of pressure on us. And sometimes we aren't able to express that. So that manifests in so many different ways and our mental health. And this is why a lot of men may come off as harsh, they may come off as angry, they may come off as arrogant, cocky, uh, and all the, the ways that men may come off. And that's because sometimes we are dealing with a lot of mental issues that we aren't able to openly talk about. So we mask that with anger, we mask that with cockiness or arrogance, and it may just be because we have such low self-esteem. We think so low of ourselves that we project that outside of us. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm saying that what may, that is what could be happening. So people that I run into because I'm an athlete and because I, for some reason, I just draw people towards me when I'm out, um, just understanding people's demeanors understanding people's body language and then listening to them talk not necessarily um asking them anything but just allowing people to talk you can kind of start to figure out where they're coming from and some of the things that they are going through and i'm not saying to judge i'm not saying that i judge i look to understand people uh, and once I start to understand people, that's all it is, is understanding people. It's not judging them because we are where we are at any point in life. And we can always do better and we can always do worse. Uh, hopefully, thankfully, prayerfully, we are on the positive side of things and trying to be better people. Or we have friends around us that help uplift us and tell us that we need to do better or show us how to do better or family members or a partner. But just being around other men, especially in sports, where you have to almost portray yourself as somebody that you aren't, uh, at least when you're inside of the sport, when you're playing football, when you're in the ring or the cage, a lot of people portray people that they really aren't. And that's, um, that can be damaging because some people portray it for so long that they get stuck in those cycles. They get stuck in that persona that they actually think that this is who they are and this is how they have to live their life or this is how they're going to get the respect that they want or feel like that they deserve from other people and other things in life. And again, that 
comes all the way back to the mental health aspect of things. Um, I'm not, I would never say like I was the best athlete uh, mentally, but I, I definitely found out at a young age that your mindset matters, your mentality matters, your mental health matters, no matter what you do in life. And being an athlete, a lot of people didn't know that I was an athlete uh, if they didn't know me personally and they didn't know I was an athlete because they would say things like, you don't act like an athlete. You don't sound like an athlete. You don't, you're not as cocky as other athletes. Uh, and sometimes I feel like even though some athletes may come off as cocky, it may just be confidence. But again, over and over again, it shows when people reach the highest point uh, in the UFC, uh, in the NFL, in the NBA, they get to a certain point and then they start falling apart. And it's not their body that falls apart, it's their mindset, it's their mentality that falls apart. And then that's when they wanna start talking about mental health. That's when they wanna start talking about uh, how they need counseling and therapy. But nobody thinks about these things when they're in Little League. Nobody thinks about these things when they're in college or high school. Um, that's all on the back burner because it's all about the physical at that point. And they push the physical so hard. You have to wake up and train your body. You got to go run. You got to go do jumping jacks. You got to hit the weight room two times a day. And it's like, I'm doing all those things, but when I go through something devastating, like a loss of a family member or a loss of a relationship, when I go through something like um, not feeling so good, but I have to betray myself as feeling good. I never had those times to deal with those emotions and, and those feelings, but that's all pushed on the back burner. It's all pushed in the subconscious and you just keep moving forward because the goal is the NFL. The goal is the NBA. The goal is to get to the UFC. And you never deal with those small, even if they're small things that you have to push back into the back of your mind, into your subconscious, and they just start to build up and build up and build up. And you never have the opportunity to deal with them until you're on the biggest stage, the biggest moments in your life, and everything just starts to fall apart because your foundation, which is your mentality, your mind, your mindset, starts to fall apart. You build this immaculate mansion, house, castle, temple, whatever you want to call your body around a shaky foundation. And then you try to deal with it at the end of the day. And sometimes it's too late. Sometimes it's not. <clears throat> so I say all that to say mental health is very important, not only to athletes, but to everyday people because everyday people go through situations as well, not only athletes. Uh, your children, your nieces, your nephews, even your parents go through things on a daily basis that they may need to get out, that they may need to talk about. And not everybody has um, family members or a support system around them that they are able to talk about these things and get these things out in the open. Uh, and start to deal with them before they snowball and get too big. Uh, I just want to let everybody know that I'm here. I'm a personal development coach, and I am open 
in welcoming everybody to reach out to me at AaronNobles84 at gmail.com to set up a consultation, set up a free hour to two hour gifted um, conversation with me. I look forward to hearing from you guys. I just want to help you guys moving into 2022 to not only build up your body, because everybody has those goals to build up that summer body, but you need to build up that mentality. You need to build up on your mental health as you build up your body or before you even start to build up your body. Do not neglect your mentality. Do not neglect your mind. Do not neglect neglect your consciousness, your subconsciousness. Don't neglect anything. And I understand everybody wants to work on outward appearances, but your outward appearances won't mean anything if you're dead or falling apart on the inside. So again, reach out to me at AaronNobles84 at gmail.com. And I will talk to you guys next week. I hope that this episode really helped you guys. Uh, I can actually come back and do another episode to talk a little bit about how um, besides journaling, because I, I talked about in the beginning, there's journaling, meditation, praying, uh, all of those things help you uh, in your subconscious, help you with your mentality, help you with your mindset, and relieving that stress and anxiety that you're dealing with on a daily basis. So make sure you check out my 21 day tuning in, tapping out program, or make sure you check out my Breathwork is the best work program. Those are two programs that deal with stress and anxiety, help you relieve stress and anxiety and combat it from ever coming back into your life. And then you can start to build up that mentality as well. So reach out to me, check out those courses, and I will catch you guys next week on the Enlightenment Moment. Thank you so much. And I appreciate everybody who supports this podcast and everybody that reaches out to me. Have a blessed weekend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Enlightenment Moment. I appreciate all my listeners and supporters of this podcast. I hope you left this episode just a little more enlightened. Catch another moment such as this one next week. As always, to jumpstart your weekend.